We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thank you for listening to another episode of Marketing Espresso. I'm so grateful that you are here. I know there's plenty of podcasts to choose from, so I'm really, really grateful that you've chosen to tune into this one. Now, today I've got a really exciting guest for you. Her name is Karen Parkinson. Karen is an e-commerce marketing specialist and director of Unstoppable E-commerce. She loves optimizing websites to help make more sales and driving traffic with engaging Facebook ads. Her passion is helping female e-commerce entrepreneurs achieve financial independence for themselves and their families through a thriving online store. Now, I'm so excited to have Karen here because she is going to give us so many little nuggets from such a different point of view of anyone else that I've had on the show, I feel, and also from myself, right? Because a lot of the people that have worked with me know I'm very well known in that B2B space. I also do dive into B2C sometimes, but I'm very, very into that B2B space. So Karen's going to give us this wealth of knowledge into e-commerce. So I'm really excited to get her on the show. I hope that you love this episode. Just a little surprise. She may be here for future episodes too, right? But yeah, I really hope that you like this episode. As always, please reach out. Karen's details are going to be in the show notes. So please make sure you go and check her out. I hope you love the episode. Let me know what you think. Get in touch, leave a review, all of that great stuff. And let's get into it. Thank you, Karen, for joining us again. I feel very happy and I'm really excited for today's episode. I think it's something that every business needs to hear. And especially, I'm going to call it out, especially us women in business, we need to hear this. Mm -hmm. It is a really important message and I'm so glad you're here to deliver it. (laughs) And I'm going to back you up. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) (laughs) And today's episode is all don't discount why you don't need to have sales all of the time or even at all, right? And that's it. It's really about your brand. You can decide if you want to be known as that store that always discounts or if you want to be known for this is our price. I stop at Bunnings a lot. Have you ever seen Bunnings have a sale? Oh, so true. Never. They never go on sale. They do have price match though. They do price match, yeah. But they never, like if you see their catalogue, it's all showing you with products that they have, but it's just their regular price. Mm, Yeah, I love that. It's all about kind of having what people need and people going there to buy it and knowing the price is good, but not like you won't wait for them to go on sale before you go there. I'd never thought of that about Bunnings. That is so damn true. Mm. So if I go to Bunnings, I don't ever go, oh, I'll come back and buy this later when it's on sale because I know it's not going to be. So I just buy it there for the price that it is. Yeah. And another good example of that is Apple, right? Yeah. You'll occasionally see a sale like JV Hi-Fi will have 10% of Apple and I'm like there, right? Because they yeah. never discount because there's no margin. You know, I've actually talked to people that own Harvey Normans and things like that and there's just no margin in it for them. Mm. The reason that people sell it is because it brings people into the store and they hope that they buy something else. Yeah, right. Because it's the truth. Like you can buy an Apple product anywhere and you're going to pay the same amount. So it actually doesn't even matter. I always just buy direct from Apple, to be honest, because it yeah, doesn't actually true. matter. And you can get you can get your stuff engraved for free. Just yes. Like. Very cool. <laughs> and then you lose Very it three cool. weeks later, like I did. Oh, no. <laughs> My poor AirPods. They had Beck and everything written on them. But anyway. Oh. Sorry. I, that was a big worry of mine when I bought AirPods that I would lose them. <laughs> oh, I was, I, I thought I was the most responsible human in the world. I was like, there's no way I'll lose these. And yeah. So if anyone's sitting around at home and you've got Beck engraved in your AirPods that you found. <laughs> you are hundred percent. I'm seeing you. I know you saw mine. Your name is not Beck. Just return them. Actually, to be fair, I bought a new pair because <laughs> I needed them, right? But yeah, I love this. I love this idea of Believing in your product enough that you don't actually need to worry about sales and discounts and things. Because you train your audience to expect them and to wait for them. Mm. 
if you're always on sale, people won't will start to not buy when you're not on sale. Yeah. So they'll actually wait. And you'll see these big spikes when you go on sale and you'll be like, yes, they work. It's great. But it's because you've trained your audience that they need to wait for those sales. There's certain shops that I will never buy from full price because I know that I can go back later and get it on sale. Yeah, I, I do that a lot. Bondi Boost for me is a big one. By the way, they've stopped doing it and I'm so angry oh. about it. <laughs> Because they used to have, you could buy like like shampoo and conditioner as a set and then you'd get another yep. set half price with the first set. Um, so I'd always buy two at a time and that would last me six months, you know. Yeah. And then one day, no second half price set. And I was like, well, I'll just wait to buy. I'll just go, I'll just buy some cheaper shampoo just for like the month or yep. whatever. I have to wait. No, no, no. They never came back oh. on sale. Yeah, so if you do train your audience and then you stop, you can actually upset your audience. No, I was very upset. People... <laughs> I used to, going off track a little bit here, I used to get my car serviced and every time you'd pay a lot more to get it done from the official service centre, right? But every time I'd go, there'd be a little bag of jelly beans when I'd go pick up my car. (laughs) And I'd always get so excited for this bag of jelly beans that probably cost them like a dollar (laughs) that I would pay like the extra hundred bucks. (laughs) You know, psychological there. I went one day, no jelly beans. Oh no. Have you been back I was so disappointed. I have never been back. So if you're going to train your customers that you do something, you can't stop, right? Yeah. Unless you're like purposely trying to retrain them for something else, like they've decided they didn't want a discount, obviously, the Bondi. Yeah, you've got to be really careful about that because people will get subconsciously trained to wait for sales. And I think it comes down to where do you see your product in the whole sphere of things? Are you a premium product or are you a cheap product? You know, like it's and it's okay to be either, by the way. But it's as long about as you're making this, a profit. Yeah, as long as you're making a profit. Let's decide where you want to sit on that matrix. And, you know, you have to create the brand for that. So if you want to be seen as a premium product that doesn't go on sale, this is the price and this is why, you really need to establish yeah. that brand with, you know, showing the quality of the product, talking to it, and really like, you know, bringing that home and having the customer reviews that are like, this product yeah. is amazing and this is why it's. Especially if it's say if it's like clothing, it's sustainable bamboo or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, building that it's like Modi Body, right? And you know, they've built. I, I don't think they ever come on sale. Not that I've seen actually. No, no. but the, and but they're I'll always pay the Great money brand. for that because they're a premium product. You know, we have all these other period underwear coming out now. Sorry, you kind of know them as the premium. Hundred percent. I wouldn't buy any of the best other brands type thing. Yeah, I wouldn't even buy Bonds. Because I'm like, Bonds for me is fast fashion, even though they're yeah. not like, you know, they're not as much so. But Modi Body is, it's an Australian brand. They've built that real brand identity for them. And I recommend them to everyone. I'm like, they don't leak. They, you know, they last, they're really easy to clean. You know, they're a fantastic product and they're helping the environment. And they'll You're work at the first. bottom of the funnel now. You're an advocate for the brand. Look at you. <laughs> Once again, Modi Body, feel free to sponsor the plot. <laughs> I will 100% talk about your product, even if it makes lots of men uncomfortable. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. But you can also have a promotion without having a discount, right? So there's lots of ways that you can have a promotion. Like you could bundle your products and have a special bundle that's available, or you can give like a free gift with purchase. Because what that that does is it doesn't, you're not actually taking the price down on the product that you're selling. But perhaps if they spend a certain amount, they get like another free gift or something. And, you, you know, you make that relevant, high value, but not necessarily, you know, you want a high margin on it as well. Yeah, I love that. And it, actually, now that I'm thinking about it and we're actually having this conversation, I can think of so many brands that I actually buy that never come on sale and I'm not even angry at them. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And that's the thing. If you know, whereas like Spectra, Spectra, here we go. We're just really doing an episode for the men that this is a breast pump brand. And <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't know this brand. <laughs> for the breastfeeding mamas out there that express, their pumps are like known as the top. Like it's about 300 and something dollars to get one of their top of the line pumps. They have a sale twice a year. You know how I know that? Because in their marketing, when they go on sale, they're like, this is our sale. We only go on sale twice a year. And they do this big lead up the sale where you can join their email list and like, hey, we're going on sale this date. It's a Facebook event. They make a really big deal about it because it only happens twice a year. So if you don't buy then, you have to wait another six months for them to go on sale again. Do they do, they do it at the same time every single year? Yeah, I think they do. Because yeah. interestingly enough, if I was them, I'd only do it once a year because then <laughs> this is going to sound really bad. <laughs> but obviously women are only pregnant for nine months, right? So yeah, half if of they the- missed the first one, they might not realize they were pregnant maybe. Oh, I don't know. Because this is the thing, right? Because then they're actually hitting, if you have two a year, you're definitely going to be able to wait to some point in your pregnancy to buy. Or yeah, but I guess if you only had one and you didn't know you were pregnant and you missed it, you're going to have the baby before the sale. Correct. So then you're going to have to buy it full price. Mm. So in terms of their business model, that's smarter, yeah. right? Yeah. See what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying I'm to help you. I'm, <laughs> I'm not helping the purchaser. I mean, this is marketing espresso. It's not, you know, we're not trying to, yeah. sorry, purchasers. We're not, we're here to try and build <laughs> brands, not necessarily make it cheaper for everyone. But that's an interesting thing that they do it twice a year, I think. Yeah. But I think if you are going to have a sale, like, and we recommend that you do kind of have maybe two major sales through the year, like if you're going to have them, like, a, but not a, have what, them. It's like, you know, you've got the, I guess, boxing day. Yeah, like generally something in quarter four. Yeah. But there's so much happening in quarter four. So I wouldn't do something for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then again have something for maybe Thanksgiving and then like again for Boxing Day. It's a lot. Christmas, you know, I would pick one. So, you know, a lot of people think these days you can tie in that Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend, encouraging people to do their Christmas shopping so you can kind of tie it into that. But then I wouldn't go on sale again at Boxing Day. Because mm, it's a lot. It's a lot. And then you people start to get used to those sales. And then when you're not sale on sale, they're like, mm, hang on. It's true. How wait. many people, like, honestly, I think so many people listening could re- like relate to the fact that they go shopping more often in January for the January sales or they go shopping in the end of financial year. For yeah. The end I'm of like, financial now year. everything was yeah. on sale for June, July. Hey. Yeah. And I know, like, as a consumer, that's generally what I do. Like, I don't shop every week. And if I can, I will hold off for sales. So I think you're right. It's better to build a brand where you add value. And it is even in, like, so we're talking product, but even service, right? Yeah. I I think there's this thing about don't discredit your brand by bringing down price. Add value and build the brand. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love that. Love because that. quite often it's a mindset thing. We could do a whole other episode on pricing actually. But yeah, <laughs> you, you definitely want to just talk about that value, as you mentioned. What value are you you know, giving? What benefit are you giving to your customer? What are you going to help them achieve or what problem are you helping them to solve? Not, okay, come and buy it because it's on sale. Yeah, so it's far more important to add value rather than discounting and getting people to buy because you're on sale. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. And because people will become loyal to price then, right? They'll just go after the next brand that's on sale. Yeah. Whereas if you can get them to buy from you at full price, you want the people that are going to be loyal to your brand, yeah. not to the price. In a lot of businesses I've worked in, we we had this saying like it's a race to the bottom mm. and industries like- you compete on price. Yeah. yeah. And so many brands can create that and not even realize they're actually creating that for a whole industry mm. rather than- you know, and, and it's like no one wants to be a part of the industry where it is a race to the bottom and customer service gets forgotten because yeah, at the end of the day, and you mentioned it earlier in the, the episode and I was thinking of so many times I've paid more for a product purely because of the customer service that came with it. Yeah. 
And like, sure, it's a privilege that I could pay that little bit extra, but it's actually a thank you to that person for caring enough and putting in the effort to create that customer service and and that rapport with me. And I think to me, customer service creates brand loyalty. And there'll Um, always be people that have money. Like even now, you know, things are tight and, you know, there's talk of recessions and all this stuff. There's still going to be people with money. So it's always about who your target market is, right? How's this Sydney side has spent $1 billion eating out in June? Wow. (laughs) There is like, and that's why like, you know, because the Reserve Bank was like, oh, we've got to put up rates or whatever. And then I read an article about, yeah, $1 billion. So people, you're right, people have money. And I think the minute that we get caught into this trap of I can't make a sale because no one's got money, we're fueling that conversation. We're creating that. You're right. People around and go, there's always going to be my target market. My target market has the money for this premium. They're going to pay the extra for it to be Australian made. They're going to pay extra because I'm using, you know, renewables products and they're going to pay for my eco-freckled packaging and they're going to enjoy their purchase because I'm going to give them such great service when they do. Yeah. Like don't get stuck in the whole like, oh, the market's bad. This is bad. Because then you're just feeling that. So I think, yeah. yeah. I mean, we went, we've gone really deep here. I'll just don't (laughs) discount. But I think it's really important because all of this stuff comes into play with that. Because the reason that we think that we have to go on sale is because we're like, everything's tight, you know, and we get caught up with the noise in the market. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it's not relevant if you really, really understand why you're in business and why you've created the product you've created and where you see it in the matrix of, you know, cheap or expensive or wherever you want to sit. Yeah, for sure. Love it. Well, thank you for joining us again. You're most welcome. Covered a lot in this episode. And I'm sure you'll be back again. I have no doubt. (laughs) Hope so. (laughs) Everyone can find you in the show notes and yeah, reach out to Karen, say hey, say hey to me, give us five stars, all of that great stuff. (laughs) And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.